This is episode 312 on August 23rd, 2019. everyone and welcome to the Tiny Shutter Podcast where we talk about iPhone photography and anything else that pops in your head. I'm Dave Podner. I'm Greg McMillan. And I'm Matt Hoffman. And this week uh, it's time for Joe to take a break. Um, after my break from last week, Joe is playing handyman right now and hopefully not catching too much on fire as he's doing plumbing work. And we wish Joe very much luck uh, being handyman this week. <laughs> I don't envy him at all. No. <laughs> me, me neither, because I would be terrible at it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and thanks so much, guys. Uh, uh, for, and sorry for everyone for missing last week. Um, uh, life intruded, but... Um, and yes, we do listen to the shows, especially when we're not on it. And uh, amazing how smooth you guys were last week, especially when I wasn't there. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it was because we were talking about a subject that we probably very, know the most about or very the most comfortable with. Very true. <laughs> well, let when, let's um, before we get going on seeing how everyone's week went. Uh, let's start with a little bit of a focus point. Focus point. There we go. See, nice and smooth. Uh, Greg, you've been playing with something uh, new, and do you want to tell us about it? Sure. Um, when they announced iOS 13 at WWDC, I was kind of hoping to put it in my phone then. But I had started hearing too many things about how buggy it was and whatnot, so I just said, nope, I'm not going to do it. I'll wait till it comes out officially. So then over the last few days, I got thinking, gee, I wonder how the progress is going. And I was listening to MacBreak Weekly, and they were talking about how stable it is. So I did a little more research on the Internet about how, you know, what was it stable or, or what the deal was. And sure enough, these people were really liking it. So I thought, you know what? What the heck? Um, they're on the seventh release of the public beta, and I thought, well, after seven releases, it's you know, it, it should be pretty good by then. So yesterday morning, I bit the bullet and put it in my phone, and I gotta say, is it ever cool? It's it's a much bigger upgrade to 13 than it was to 12. Um, of course, 12 was more of a I think kind of like a maintenance upgrade really is what it was classified as, but um, there wasn't as many features. But in, in iOS 13, there's so many new features that it's, uh, it's really cool. Um, so I'm, mo- I'm not going to get into too much about it other than to say that it's, it's really feature-filled and, and it's a lot of fun. Now, photography-related, um, I should open the camera app. And I don't see anything really new that stands out in the camera app itself. Um, So I'll pretty much skip that one. But in the Photos app, that's where there's been a lot of changes made. Um, I think we we may have talked a little bit about this, excuse me, in June when they announced iOS 13. But 
we only had what they what they mentioned in the keynote to go by. Um, but now, now that I've actually got it on my phone, uh, it's 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 really nice. Um, and dark mode in, in iOS 13, like if you have a Mac and you're running Mojave and it's got dark mode in it, um, you'll know that. Uh, dark mode on the iPhone is just as cool. It's, it's really, it's really, it's really sweet. Um, in in the Photos app, um, there's you know there's four icons at the bottom of the screen. One is Photos, one is for you, and that's kind of like the memories and stuff. And then there's the albums, and then search. So when I hit the Photos button on the bottom left, and it, what it does is it shows tiles of your photos. And you can go by all photos or days or months or years. And I think, Dave, you mentioned that back when they did the keynote. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I look at this, it shows me on, I'm on days. So it shows me the photos of today. And it picks one. Usually it's a pretty good one. And I don't know, it's probably done by machine learning. And I'm guessing maybe they, they look at aesthetics of the image somehow. Um, you know, composition maybe, the way things are laid out in the image, they tend to look bigger and then smaller ones around it. And then you might get one that's actually the full width of the phone, which I have here, which is one I posted today. It's a B on some goldenrod. And it, it basically it highlights that image as probably, I guess they'll call it the picture of the day. Um, and then, you know, as you go through, it shows yesterday, it shows you where they were taken, or it tells you where they were taken. Um, you know, then it goes back Monday, Sunday, Saturday, all all that. It, it it just keeps going back in time, obviously. Um, so it and when you come across a video that you've recorded, the video actually plays while you're scrolling through, and that's kind of cool mm. too. Um, I don't usually do a live photo, so I don't know if a live photo will actually. You know, play that little bit of three seconds there as you're scrolling by it, but um, um, it's 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 really really nice when you're scrolling through. You can basically look at all your pictures or most of them anyway. If there's a bunch taken at the same spot in a very short period of time, it'll just have the one photo, and then in the bottom corner it'll say plus five. So uh, obviously you've taken five more at that location and at that time, and so that's days and I've tap on months then it basically highlights one photo for each month um well no actually more than one so for the month of august i have one with they're highlighting a video i took in the backyard and then they're highlighting um a couple more for august in july they've got three there and these are all um basically full width square images and you know, there's one in uh, June from my son's wedding, a video. And uh, it it's really, really, really nice to see. Um, and then you can even go to years, and it shows you basically one picture from each year. And how it picks each one, I don't know. Again, maybe it's just the aesthetics of the image. I'm not sure, <coughs> excuse me, how they pick that. But that's... Uh, that's basically the the photos tab, um, where they you know just you can scroll th- scroll through your pictures. Um, 
Now, Greg, so before, got, oh, Greg yeah. before you move on, uh, just because you weren't sure about live photos, I yep. did happen to look it up. Live photos will play, it says. Or at least it did on, by. yeah, yeah, at least on okay. earlier ones, earlier betas. Now, whether they okay. decide to turn, I know there are times when people get a hold of like beta one, beta two, and there's a feature on there, then they determine, oh, it's not quite ready yet. So we're going to turn yeah. it off for the later ones. But for these right. earlier ones, yeah, but it, it does say it does, um, the video will automatically play along with live photos. Okay, cool. And actually, as I'm sitting here, while you were talking, I was looking at the years, and as it, when I pause, on like I'm not scrolling, mm-hmm. okay, so I'm looking at 2018. It shows me a picture from January, then it's then it swipes over to one from February, and it's just doing this on its own. So that's really cool too. So oh, wow. you basically go through the whole year, and you'll see 12 highlighted images from that year. Oh, that's so that's nice. kind of cool. That is nice. Yeah. Um, so then when you go to the For You tab, which is, again, like it's the memories, um, it's almost the same as iOS 12 in that it shows um, some memories that it's put together through its machine learning and whatnot. And um, then you scroll down a little bit and you got featured photos. And it just takes, you know, just picks some out. Uh, again, I don't know how, just whether it's... Um, I don't know, some of the ones it's picking are not super fantastic in my camera roll, but they're, you know, some of the better ones, I guess. And then it has some effect suggestions. And I noticed this in iOS 12 as well. So here's one that when we were doing the show one night, um, I took a selfie with the selfie camera and I used portrait mode. And it's saying, it shows that it's a portrait mode shot. And it says, brighten this portrait photo with the studio lighting. Uh, so, I mean, and, and then you hit that. It goes, I'm going to see what it does here. Okay, so I hit that, and it opens up the photo. And then I can apply it to the original, or I can just cancel it and go back to For You. Um, so <laughs> it, the, all the ones that I've got are all portrait pictures, and these are just effects that uh, it's, it's suggesting. And then, then it goes into the shared album activity. Um, so my cousin Michelle, who used to be in the chat room a lot, which we haven't used, but um, she's got a shared album here that I've subscribed to, and it's showing some of the pictures that she's put on there. And then it has some of my shared albums. Uh, you know, the Photos app, I think, is one of the most underrated things on the iPhone with regards to photography because there's so much fun stuff in it. Um, even even before iOS 13, there's a lot of nice things that are in it that, you know, not too many people that I know really make use of it all. And uh, it, it, it's a lot of fun to use. Um, so then in at the bottom of the screen, you go over to the next tab, which is albums. And it's somewhat similar to what's in on iOS 12. You know, you've got my albums and shared albums and then people and places and you know, and then the list of the rest of the albums below that. So that's fairly similar. Um, not too sure what else I could say about that. And then, then there's search. Um, so when you search, you can search moments. You, I can I can just hit one year ago, and it'll show me the pictures I took a year ago today. Um, ones from summer, ones on trips. I guess it must realize that maybe I was out of town one day and 
and I took a bunch of pictures, and it says that was a trip. Um, it shows places. It shows a, a different bunch of different little map tiles of different uh, locate locations, and then it has uh, <laughs> this is cool in categories. Uh, it has animal, and it shows a little jumping spider. The snow. Imagine, imagine that. It has huh. a category of snow for me. And uh, sports cars, so a bunch of photos from the car show I was at in February or March or whatever it was. Dogs, cars, food, hockey. There's there's a lot of cool little features in the Photos app itself. But the magic happens for me in the ed- in the editing section of Photos. Um, when, okay, so you open an image and you hit edit. Now, in this version of the beta... I know it's changed throughout the betas because I've seen a couple of different videos where they talk about what's new in the uh, the new public beta. Um, but at the bottom, you've got your uh, your adjustments dial, <clears throat> and okay, so at the very bottom, you got adjustments, filters, and crop, crop or rotate or whatever. So under the adjustments, now directly under the photo, you've got um, uh, what do they call that? Uh, Auto enhance. Okay, yeah. So you, you you can hit that, but then you can also like it shows you in all the different uh, adjustments what auto enhance actually does. So in the photo that I'm looking at now, it took the exposure and it it decreased the exposure less than one point, but then it took the brilliance and it moved the brilliance up uh, about a third of a turn like a third of the uh, way up the dial. Um, so just to just to give, give you an idea of how many adjustments you have now in iOS 13, you have exposure, brilliance, highlights, shadows, contrast, brightness, black point, saturation, vibrance, warmth, where you can warm it up or cool, cool the image down. You have tint, sharpness, definition, Noise reduction and vignette. So wow. that's quite a good selection of, of adjustments that you can make in an image. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorites is vibrance because it saturates certain parts of the image without actually overblowing the color. Uh, and then it's nice to see vignette put in there. I quite often, when I'm in LumaBee, I'll add a little bit of vignette to an image. Because I just like the way that that effect, you know, it just I just like the way I like what it does to the image for the final result. Um, in in the filter section, I think they're all the same. I'm just looking through. Yeah, they're all the same as they are in iOS 12. So nothing too much different there. Now, other than other than the fact that you can. Um, Adjust the intensity. Okay, of the that filter. that's what I was going to ask because I didn't know. Now yeah. I, I don't know if certain, and I don't think they explained if certain things are. Now you have a you have a 10s right, or 10s yes. max. Okay, so mm-hmm. you would have everything that's available unless uh, I'm assuming they're holding a couple things back for the 11, which I will only be so. for 11. Yeah. Um, but I don't like I said. Now I have a 10, so I don't know. How far back? I know you can if you have a six S and later, 
iOS 13 will work, but mm-hmm. I kind of wonder will the you know the the um, intensity of the filter go all the way back? Also, I haven't seen yeah that said one know. way or another. I haven't seen anything online where they talk about you know putting betas on older phones yeah. to see what works and what doesn't work, but. Um, I would imagine the intensity of the filter is something that probably could be done on a 6S because you could do that in other apps, right? On on the 6S. Like yes. even in Snapseed, you could probably adjust the intensity of certain things and whatnot. I... So now, you know, the, I think about the only thing that I can think of that the 10S has over the 10 is the... Um, the ability to adjust the depth of field or you know simulated depth of field in a portrait mode shot before or after it was taken yeah uh it's got that that f stop scale right mm-hmm. and and that was that's something that was 10s only and i think maybe the 10r because the 10r has basically the same chipset yes yeah yeah the, the uh, yeah. or let's say just the uh 2018 new phones yeah yeah so i think you know you're probably right when you say that there's likely going to be a feature or, or two on the new one on the 11 that it will be specifically for that device um you know they're going to want to sell it right so they're going right. to want to put something on it that's going to be appealing to people um but uh so getting back to the photos here uh, in the crop, what they've done in the crop section of the edit um, thing of the photos is they have added, looks like a horizontal flip. Yeah, a horizontal flip of the image. And they've also added stuff that you would find in Screw It, which is the um, fixing the perspective. So if you take a wide angle shot or, you know, you use your wide angle lens on a phone or, or any iPhone shot, it's, it's wide angle, um, of some buildings. And you know how they, they get smaller as they go up, obviously, because of the perspective. But you can adjust that with the um, – there's, there's an adjustment for doing it vertically and an adjustment for horizontally right in the Photos app. So that is cool. Um, it's – it's going to put a damper on me using screw it probably because that's about all I ever use it for. And if I could do it right in photos, then I probably will. And it, it works really nice. I, I just did it in this image. I'm looking at it. It was kind of a skewed image and I just straightened it out and it actually looks really, really cool. Really good. So then... Um, let's see. You you still have your um, your options to use other apps within Photos uh, extensions, I guess they call it. Um, on my particular phone, I've got Filmborn, Polar, Screw It, Camera Plus Two, Darkroom, Retouch or Touch Retouch, Warm Light, and Pixelmator, and. I have a few more that I can pick from because I've got just a couple of apps on my phone. <laughs> and uh, But there's also the markup part of it as well. So if you want to add text 
or you know um, the magnifying glass feature and things like that to an image, you still have those um, those options as well. Now, Greg, real so, quick. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. I was wondering with the um, the straightening one, which I where are they, are they calling it? Oh, for the built-in photo, do they have a label on it? What they're calling it, or um, it's in the crop section, right? Oh, okay. Okay, so, so not really a label, probably so more just like an icon then? Yeah, like it's the first one that comes up. And, okay. and actually, it, 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 the, the word straightening or straighten comes up at the bottom of the image above the button or above the dial thing there. Okay. Above the icon. Okay. And it just pops up and then goes away just to mm. let you know that that's what it is. Okay. Um, because I was – oh, I'm sorry. The, the rotate and the crop – Mm-hmm. Or the, sorry, the ro- the rotate and the horizontal flip, they're in the top left hand corner of the screen. Okay. Um, the uh, preset different uh, aspect ratios are in the top right hand side of the screen, and that's where your markup button is too. It's a little circle with the three dots in it. So it, mm, it's okay. It's, so it's, it is a good a amount different. It's a good amount. Okay. I just didn't know if you did an A B comparison between uh, square. Um, square it. I'm assuming I'm pronouncing it right. Probably it? screw it. Yeah, you did. I'm assuming oh, yeah. you. Okay. So, so it sounds like uh, screw it's going to have to have something else. For well, they do, do have other features in screw it that's not in here. Okay. You know? So, like they have, um, they have a feature where you can um, fix the. Basically, it's kind of like lens distortion or barrel distortion of an mm. image. Okay. So you know you could bring you could bring the center of the image up like mm-hmm. think of bringing the center closer like a concave or convex or whatever okay, you could do yeah. that in screw it whereas that that's not obviously here right uh, so screw it does have its merits in in that way um, plus there's uh, in screw it you've got a mirror option and one other and I forget what it is but. Uh, you know, it, it does have a lot more features in it, so uh, okay. it's going to be worth keeping if you already have it. Okay, because I can if you want to use those features. Yeah, I can imagine they're going to get a lot of press because people are going to say this feature replaces this app, and it's probably the that's probably the most well known straightening app out there outside of you know. I know um, Snapseed has a straightening, even though it's not as good kind of built in where they're at least going to get pressed because of people's comparing what's built into the standalone app. Yeah. 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 Any, I think anybody that like, look when, uh, when Apple brought it portrait mode and then they put, um, I think it was when they put that F stop slider on last year on the 10 S models focus, the guys that focus, um, mention yeah. that and and i i don't think they outright accused apple of stealing that feature but they had that before apple did right so and it's it's a very nice feature um which one does it better eh, i don't know i'm i'm sure that it's probably very similar uh in code the, the way it works so um but uh yeah this uh um the editing stuff in iOS 13, you're getting a lot of bang for the buck. Yeah, yeah, and oh, and, and so for you're not and paying anything extra for the editing stuff. 
<laughs> yeah, and I'm about to say for, uh, for the younger listeners, um, look up the term Sherlocked. Yeah, because you're going to hear that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that is correct. <laughs> I say that is something um, I I do like the fact that, like, like I said, I have a ten, which is which will be a two year old phone. My wife has a se- I think a seven S plus, which is a three year old phone. And mm-hmm. we'll be able to upgrade, and I have not seen anyone, and it, it, if, it, if it would have slowed down even one or two-year-older phones, it would have made, there would have been people screaming about it by now for the beta. So it sounds yeah. like it's pretty safe saying, hey, I have a three-year-old phone. It still works fine. I haven't broken the glass on it yet. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and the new version of the operating system works, and it's going to give me 95% of the features, and everything works fine. And it takes up less space in the phone. Yeah. I gained some space back when I put it in. Oh, wow. Um, I saw a guy doing a review of the Beta 7, and I forget what size his phone was. I think it might have been a 64 gigabyte. And he said he gained up, you know, it looked to me, if, if I remember correctly, it looked like maybe 25 to 30% of the space he gained back on his phone. Oh, wow. That's significant. So it, it's, it's got a much lighter footprint, I guess you could say. Yeah. That's nice. That is. Wow. Yeah. Now, we just out of curiosity, yeah. we were mentioning that checking out my photo storage. And it looks like I have a lot of podcasts I need to get rid of that. I either listened to and downloaded and it hasn't deleted them because I got 96 gigabytes worth of podcast on here. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Out of 138 gigs used. So yeah, I, 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 yeah, I I don't, I don't, I don't watch a lot of TV. I don't, um, listen to radio. I listen to podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Pretty much same here. (laughs) So it sounds like, yeah, you're going to hear, I think, uh, we're going to hear a lot of this release, especially the phone hardware. Assuming that all the leaks are true, it's the the big physical change will be a wide angle lens. Um, that sounds like you'll be able. It's going to take all three. It's going to use all three at once to make a composite picture that you'll be able to maybe say, "Oh, I should I, I chopped off someone's head, or their feet were taken out, or." I didn't squeeze enough everyone in on this group shot, but I can go wider or I can reposition it. But in terms of hardware, I don't think this is not going to be next year is going to be the big year possibly. So you're going to hear, I think we're going to hear a lot of this is boring, but it sounds like for photos, at least this is going to be a big difference for, for for, for editing for people who have the existing hardware. Yeah, yeah. Like next year is going to be the five G thing. It'll they'll bring out five G phones, and they're not going to do it this year. Oh no. Um, uh, as far as then, as far as next year, that's about the only thing I can remember hearing that's going to be you know the the next big thing in phones. But um, yeah. Well, I think well, first of all, we're already hearing rumors of next year, and we're hearing rumors of twenty twenty one already. Which is which is ridiculous, but I think the heavy rumors are they're working on getting the forehead shrunk down, um, mm-hmm. and 
different sizes and you're hearing rumors of underscreen thumbprints and underscreen cameras to get things as small as possible. But I think a lot of that's wishful thinking and not practical or, again, and this is something which a lot of people forget about physics. There's only so much you can physically do. Um, The electrons can only do so much. So I think a lot of that was, you know, it's going to be based on that and people getting super excited. But and the thing, and this is something else that I saw someone um, write about and saying, if you are someone who is who bought a phone last year, you're probably not looking to buy this year. I certainly won't be. Yeah. I mean, put another camera on it. That, that's fine. I'm, I'm not yeah. going to. But if you have, yeah, I mean, if it's uh, like a super wide, eh, that's what my moment lens is for. Yeah. But let's say if you're someone with a three-year-old or four-year-old phone, and yeah, this is, I mean, this would be a massive step up for you. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, for sure. You know, I, I see, and when we, and when we get to the post pick, when we go through uh, Instagram, there are some amazing photos taken out there and people taking it with the 6, 6S, SE. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. These are old, especially for technology. You know, one-year technology is 10 years in real life if you want something like that. Um, the fact that these are, you know, lower resolution, the light gathering isn't as good as the new one, doesn't have the computational engine and everything else, and it's like, that's an amazing photo. So, and if you look through the results from the iPhone Photography Awards, mm-hmm. a lot of those, if they weren't winners, they were honorable mentions. A lot of those things were taken with older devices. Yeah, yeah. So, and the main reason we're also talking about this is the uh, one semi-leaked screenshot, and kind of, well, we were talking about this a little bit on the pre-show, just trying to figure out timing-wise. We assume that the event's going to be held on September 10th, the second yeah. Tuesday of the month. So we I only bet have. I lunch on it. <laughs> what, what, what are you having for lunch, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends on if I win or lose. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking a little, a little over two weeks away. So we're talking really close, really yeah. close timing. So um, if you are on the beta, you, more than likely you've got. One or two, maybe at most, left because they're gonna. Yeah, I'm hearing possibly two more releases, yeah. and, and that that would for the public rather quickly. Yeah, that's more. I think that's even for the public. So if you're a developer, I'm thinking you only have one more left because they want to make it pretty rock solid. Yeah, yeah, and the developers always one more, yeah, um, one ahead. release ahead of the uh, public. So mm-hmm. the, the the developer beta eight is probably out now, I guess, and then the. Like I said, I'm on the public beta 7. All right. Okay. Well, is there anything else you want to bring up about the uh, beta in your experience so far? Um, I can't think of anything. I mean, there's so many little things that they've added in. Like, uh, well, okay, here's, here's a big one. Here's a big one that we talked about in the pre-show. The most annoying thing about the iPhone experience for me and probably you and probably everybody else has been when you turn the volume up and down when you're watching a video, 
that big square volume thing comes on right in the middle of the screen and covers a big percentage of your of your screen of your of your video that you're watching they've now got it so that when you hit the volume button a little volume thing pops out right where that volume button is to show you the volume scale and it shows it going up and down and it at first it looks like the the volume section of the control um is that what it's called the uh control center yes yeah yeah and um and then if you're still moving the volume like while it's stuck out like in the shape of like it is in the control center you can actually put your finger on it and move it there but if you just keep using the button it actually shrinks down to just a little line at the edge of the screen so they've done a really good job of getting getting that out of the way and it should have happened years ago mm-hmm. um it should have happened in ios 8 because it probably it, it was probably started in in ios 7 but I, it could have been before that i don't know but um and then the other little thing, just it's just the little, little things. Eh? The other thing that I noticed, I mean, I could go on all night about iOS 13 with stuff that I've discovered. But one other just little wee tweak that I've noticed is that when I plug the phone in, okay, in the top right-hand corner where it shows the battery, and it shows the battery, then your cell, your cell signal, Wi-Fi, and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. When I plug it in, it starts off with just a big graphic of the battery, so you can get a really good idea of what your battery level is, and then it shrinks down, and then the other two icons come in. So it's just, you know, mm. just one of those little wee tweaks that they've added in that that make it interesting. So um, I mean, like I say, I keep on all night about what they've done to it and little 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 things that I've found. But all I can say to sum it up is it's a a really nice change in iOS and. You're gonna love it. That is always great to hear. Oh, and one one last little thing. I gotta say this one. Okay. They've added swipe to the keyboard, and it is so accurate. I've 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 typed stuff where I've missed letters by. I know I've missed letters by two or three, um, you know, uh, letters on the keyboard. Just just trying to swipe real quick, and. Somehow it gets it right. Uh, mm. I would say ninety-nine percent of the time it's correct, but it does give you predictive stuff. So that if you get a word wrong, you can tap the correct word. Um, and if you're swiping away and you notice that you picked the wrong word right away, you you hit the back button. It takes the whole word away at once, not letter by letter. And then you just swipe over again, and then it comes mm. up with the right word. So it's another really really well done. Um, little tidbit that they've added in. No, that's good. Okay, now I'll stop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I thought you know what the, we're gonna when it eventually comes out when we all start downloading and playing with it and hoping it doesn't brick our phone. Uh, which the last couple have been good. You know, I would still say mm-hmm. if you only have a phone or if you need it for your day to day job, um, wait a day. Or at least wait 12 hours while everyone else does it. And if there's anything major, you'll hear about it on Twitter. <laughs> oh, I think I would be remiss if I didn't say this. Okay. If, you've, if you're thinking of putting the beta in, and if you've never used the beta before, the first thing you should do is back up your yeah. iPhone 
to iTunes, not iCloud, but back it up to iTunes, encrypt the backup, and then when it's all finished, go into the um, preferences of iTunes and then go to the devices, and then you'll see a list of your backups there. Click on the backup that you just did and archive it. Okay. That's the only way you can get it back. Like you can, that's the only way you can go back to mm. iOS 12 if you don't want to keep 13 on there. So that is that's a very very important thing. Yeah. To um, take into consideration. Uh, me, I'm going to leave 13 on because I guess hey, I haven't found anything. Um, Sounds. I like found no two, deal breakers. Two yet. little wee bugs. Two two little wee bugs, but. I'm not really concerned about them. Um, the, there, there's really nothing that uh, is bothersome that much that I don't that I want to get rid of it. Oh, cool. Well, now there is one thing I want to bring up and mm -hmm. play this real quick beforehand. And when I'm with friends, I like to have fun, 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 fun. It's that simple to put the app right on the phone. Ah, hell. And this is something, it's not even a new feature, um, but it's one of these things that I, I, I hate to say, I found something that's been there probably for a year or so uh, that other people are going, well, duh. But inside Instagram, um, I, I'm tending to use stories a little bit more. Just because uh, I think with most people, you see someone, oh, I like that photo, follow the person. Oh, that looks interesting, follow the person. All of a sudden, you're following a couple hundred people. And just going through your Instagram feed, which, as you mentioned before, Greg, it's no longer chronological. It is algorithmically defined, which means that you're going to miss things, even if someone just posted it and you're following them. So I've been using, I've been following people's stories more. Um, mainly because everyone's posts are together. Uh, it's at the top of the app. And if they go, let's say it's someone on vacation and they're posting their vacation pics, I can just kind of flick it um, from the right to the left and go to the next person and go through a lot more people a lot quicker. So I've been posting more to stories and caught and doing both story and um, making posts kind of duplicating each other and doing stories multiple photos like i went to a couple we had a couple events over this past weekend if i want to post them not necessarily using the either apple clips or the photo slideshow which you can post the stories and it'll chop it up and and kind of play nice but if you wanted to post let's say oh like we went to the zoo this past uh this past sunday um Got a little bit of a late start. So when it's 90 degrees and you build your zoo on a hill, it gets hot really quick when you're just walking around. Um, hydrate, kids. Hydrate. But <laughs> yeah. if I want to post, let's say, oh, here's some, here's five or six of the, you know, 50 photos I took that I want to post as highlights. Even though it's only five or six, posting one at a time, it's kind of repetitive and it takes a while and... You know, if you're doing it as a post, you can select so many and do it all at once. But if you're doing a story, I thought you had to do it all at once. And I noticed there were some people who were posting, let's say, vacation or event pictures. And there were 10, 12 photos in a row. I'm like, wow, I don't have the patience to do that. 
you know, go up, select, move next one, hit the camera button, move downs, click here, click here. It's like after two or three, it gets like, okay, there should be an easier way. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. But and then I noticed, hey, there's a little button when I go to when you hit the camera and then you hit the bottom left where you can select your camera roll to post your story. And I noticed, hey, there's a button up there, and it looks like a one, the the kind of stack deck that Instagram uses for multiple. And I thought, hmm, I should click that to see what it does. And it allows you to select multiple photos at once. And it was like, oh, that would have made so much stuff so much quicker and easier. So that's my little tip. If you're using stories, um, and now, minutely, you're can't make edits like adding little you know sometimes you can add little icons or add the temperature add location you can't do that but if you just want to say like i said i went to the zoo or went to someone's birthday party i want to post 10 photos real quick but i don't want them in my feed because i just want to have them as oh here's like a stream of thought here's what happened today you can select multiple just click the photos and then boom. And of course, if you tie your Instagram and Facebook together, all of a sudden you got both stories, locations taken care of all at once. And it's all within the app. So you don't have to do like uh, if then, then that or any other program where you have to give permissions for it to do it. And it's like, ah, that would have made things a lot easier a few times ago. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I didn't know about that, but mind you, like I told you in the pre-show, I don't have, I don't allow camera or microphone access to Instagram right. unless I, I want to post something to the story, you know, that way for like mm-hmm. from my camera roll, um, and maybe not from my feed. That I'll I'll give it access, make the posts, and then I'll shut them off again. But uh, I certainly didn't realize that you can do all that many at once. Uh, I was like you, I was like, no, somebody must have had a lot of time and nothing else mm-hmm. to do. I say, Matt, you're gonna. Are you gonna chime in and tell us that you knew this all along? Um, I'm gonna go with no. I really barely ever use the stories feature. Okay. I like I said, it's for like, me. Like I can't even. I can't even like visualize what you just described. To be honest with you. Okay. <laughs> well, if you go into the stories, it's like I said, the buttons there. It's not exactly hidden, but when you get to the story part, it's actually on the upper right when you select the photo, the post in the story. And it's kind of, for me, it's, it's one of those buttons that's an outline. So it's not even filled in. So it's just a white outline and it's a little hard to see exactly what it is, you know, w- without knowing what it is just by the, uh, by the icon saying, Oh, that's obviously posting multiples at once. Once you figure it out, then you're like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. But uh, on mine, it says select multiple. Now, see. Now, is that under That's... the story or is it the the post? Yeah, I, click, I clicked stories. And then I, I clicked like my camera roll, like down in the bottom left. Mm-hmm. And then at the and then. When that comes up in the top right, it's like a kind of big oval-shaped button that says "Select Multiple." 
Okay, see, mine only has a circle, and inside the circle, it looks like a a, a, a square deck that's kind of stacked. Yeah, it mine has the, that, and then next You're, to it, it says select multiple. Hmm. Okay, so that's well, you know what? If if mine says select multiple, it would be a lot better. But mine does that. Mine actually says no text up there. Now, do you have the Max? No, I have the. Do you have just the Stray 10. Ten? Okay, now that is because we have the exact same phone, so that is exceptionally weird. Is there an <laughs> update, maybe, Dave, that you're missing? It might be, um, or there may be an option somewhere that I didn't check or need to check. Uh, no. No, I'm just checking now. There's tons of updates, but there are not for Instagram, no. So I may have something else select. Uh, three days ago was my last update for Instagram. So that I do not know. But still something something different in case... Um, in case you someone you are someone who uses story, it's something to think about. It's kind of save you a couple steps then. Or if you knew it about it, always a good thing. <laughs> yep. Okay, and before we get to how everyone's week went, let's do post pick of the week. And this week we went to the Instagram Wells. We're halfway through the landscape challenge. And uh, photos right now on the Facebook group for landscape are amazing how well they look. Um, it, of course, it's the, the, I like a lot of the framing that's going on in addition to the colors. And I think we're, for, I think for everyone, both Northern and Southern Hemisphere, we're at a good time for landscape. You know, we're we're just at the end of spring, just at the end of summer in the northern and summer in the uh, southern hemisphere. They're just about to enter spring, so I think we're at a good time for landscape for everyone. But this week we went to the Instagram well, and I believe Greg, you posted this for us to look at, and do you want to give a little description of who uh, who did it and what it is? Okay, sure. <clears throat> it's uh, Joy VPD underscore RU, like the letter R and the letter U on, on Instagram. That's her username. So I'm going to call her Joy. I'm assuming that's her first name. And um, the uh, image is so she's in St. Louis, and it looks like it's near dusk. And um, what it is is that she's in an alleyway and she's looking between these buildings at the um, the gateway arch, and that's that famous archway or whatever in uh, in St. Louis. I've seen it once when I was about 15 years old, and I haven't seen it since. But um, it's a pretty cool uh, structure. But anyway, when she's looking at it, she's it's basically between these two taller buildings, and in the foreground there's a big puddle of water and it's perfectly uh, reflected in the water 
and so and there's a couple of lights on the one building on the left and there's a tree to the right um the puddle doesn't go right through the whole frame but it goes about three quarters of the way across from the right over to the left so it's got one of the lights on the building reflected in it um what i what really caught my eye on this image is the fact that the the buildings and whatnot in the foreground are all really warmly lit like the lights are bright yellow so everything's Everything's a real warm tone in the foreground, but yet the sky and the arch in the background is is really cool looking. It's a cool blue looking sky, and it's just a really really um, interesting frame. Uh, and, and the the puddle, it's uh, you know there's no ripples in it or anything, so it's it's a perfect reflection of, of part of the archway. Um, and so it it just really caught my eye. There was a lot of good ones to pick from, as usual. Um, you know, it's like that every week. But um, uh, this one, it's just the, the warm tones and the c- contrasted cool tones in the back, in the, like in the center of the frame at the back, um, just caught my eye. Yeah, I totally agree, man. I, I love the reflection. Um, yeah. I, I kind of like the fact that it looks like it's taken from an alley, or or definitely the road in the back um because of the puddle and the the angle so you get the nice little contrast between you know the the modern i don't know how to describe the arch i consider it kind of modern because there's the, the way it's built uh versus a picture taken from an alley looking at it between the like i said between the two buildings and the uh the brick road had a nice little contrast yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that was um, actually one of the things that I was going to say that I really liked about this too is that kind of juxtaposition between the, you know, you got the, um, you know, kind of the the dated sort of look. I'm not finding the right word here, but like for the you know the brick road gives it you know this like old timey feel but then in the background you do you have this very modern structure you know in the in the arch um the reflection obviously is fabulous i mean that's just so cool to have found that puddle there and, and get that reflection that's really cool and then you know for me the other thing that really knocks this picture out of the park for me is the colors you know you have those um street lamps or whatever that are giving off this really nice, you know, orangey yellow glow and it kind of dominates the color palette of the photo. Um, but then you have this sliver between the, the buildings on either side where the arch is, and then also kind of in the puddle, uh, that's, you know, a blue color. So you have these, uh, kind of, complementary colors it's almost like it's split tone in a way um so it's just really pleasing to look at really neat picture yeah some it's like i said really nice and just out of curiosity because i was kind of wondering when was the gateway arch built it was start started construction 1963 Wow. So we're getting near 60 years old for, you know, it's mid 50s for the Gateway Arch. So it, to me, it still looks, you know, modern and new. It doesn't 
for whatever reason, just doesn't scream early 60s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. But yeah, really great picks. Joy, and uh, actually, I did find Joy uh, in our group. Uh, Joy Hiller Porter Drennan. So, Joy, uh, congratulations on being selected. And if you want to be selected, uh, there are two ways you can do it. One, use the hashtag TinyShutter on Instagram. Or go to the Facebook group and go to the announcements in the pin post that describes the challenge. And you can add a response to the challenge for um, the uh, weekly challenge. And we'll pick from that. And if you're selected, we'll add it to the uh, group header. And, of course, give you a shout-out shout out on the podcast itself. And before we end up, um, let's go around and see how everyone's week went. Uh, Matt, how'd your week go? Um, I was going to say relatively uneventful, but that's probably not true. Um, <laughs> just because I... I um, I was telling a buddy of mine today. I was like hardly home at all this week. Um, it went it went well. There was a, a variety of different activities, I suppose, going on. Um, did a little canoeing and mm. um, took my son the other day to like this um, like air museum. You know where they've got like old uh, like military planes and other planes and stuff. It's like right at the airport, like close to where I live. Uh, so we went there, and you know, I, obviously I took a bunch of pictures, but um, probably nothing I'm really going to share. It was really just more for my own amusement, just so my son and I could look back on it and be like, "Oh yeah, we did that. That was cool." Um, Wednesday, for some reason, we went to the Cleveland Browns training camp. Oh, cool! Um, and kind of watch the football team run around and do whatever they do playing football and um you know i took a couple pictures i mean i brought i i suppose i i should have brought like my sony camera and like a lens that actually could zoom in um but i i don't know i just didn't even really think about it so i brought my um you know my iphone obviously and then the uh the moment 58 millimeter lens the telephoto lens so i had that um so you know putting that over the telephoto lens of the iphone 10 you know that allowed me to get a little closer um and i took some pictures you know i was saw baker mayfield out there throwing passes Mm. and um odell beckham jr was kind of like standing right in front of us at one point and Those are literally the only two players that I know. Um, so <laughs> it's two more know, than and, I know. <laughs> yeah. Afterwards, we we went to uh, my in laws um, to have lunch with them, just because we we're super close to where they live. And my wife's mom was like, "Did you see this guy and that guy?" And I was like, "I don't know who they are. I have no clue." They literally, <laughs> she's a big fan, is she? Well, yeah, I mean, they live basically in Cleveland and they know everything about Cleveland sports. And, um, you know, I, I don't really know anything. So, you know, these players that she was mentioning, they literally could have been sitting on like the bench in the stands, like right next to me. And I wouldn't have known the difference. 
really. So I'm kind of worthless when it comes to sports and knowing who people are. Um, but whatever that, I mean, that was fun. And then, um, you know, a lot of pictures were taken yesterday. It was my son's first day of first grade. Uh. Um, but none of them were with the iPhone. So probably not really worth mentioning. And then today, um, I had some time since my son is in school now and it affords me a little bit more uh, free time at the moment. Um, so I decided to go check out this place that I cannot believe in the over five years now that I've lived here in Ohio, I haven't checked out yet. It's called um, Nelson Kennedy Ledges State Park. It's like about an hour uh, like northeast of where I live here in Canton. And um, it's basically just this like weird rock. They they call it sandstone, and I suppose it is, but it's like really like uh, pebbly. You know, it's almost just like a whole bunch of pebbles like smushed together, um, and it's just these big hunks of this rock like in the woods, and it's um, you know eroded in kind of weird ways where there's all these like little caves and like passageways kind of through it. And, um, there's like moss growing on a lot of it. And it's just really super cool looking. And I spent like the whole afternoon there and, uh, kind of alternated between, you know, shooting with the iPhone and, um, use the moment wide angle lens a lot. Um, I shot some video and, and used the, um, the moment app for that and you know kind of locked like the exposure and all that kind of stuff because like a place like this where you're kind of wandering through like these it's almost like walking through like a slot canyon um in parts and you know the light would just drastically change so much so i didn't really want the exposure to change like that all the time um, so I would just kind of expose for like literally like the brightest parts of what I was going to be walking through and then just kind of lock that in and uh, shot a couple videos um, that I may edit possibly and put those somewhere for people to see. I don't know. We'll see. Um, lots of bracketing because the lighting was kind of difficult. So the whole, the whole reason I went there today was because this morning it was very overcast, but it was bright. So it was like this bright overcast. And I was like, Oh, that is perfect. Um, Cause I'm not going to have like any harsh lighting, but it's still bright enough that there'll be some definition. Um, and then by the time I got to where I was going, the clouds broke up and the sun was out. <laughs> so I had to be, you know, a little bit more mm. careful with my compositions and everything and try not to get like too many like really bright spots from the sun. Um, so I do have like some bracketed uh, pictures that I will um, more than likely put together like an end light on my phone. Um, but I also shot a lot with that DXO one uh, camera today. And, and um, like basically if I found a composition that I really liked, then I, I uh, shot it with the DXO1. I had brought my Sony camera too, but um, you know the lighting just wasn't really what I was really looking for, and I didn't have as much time as I would have 
uh, like to have. So it was just too much to try to shoot with like three different cameras. Uh, so I really didn't shoot with that. But, um, you know, I, I've been using the uh, the shutter case a bunch because of um, breaking the, the moment lens mount on my moment mm. case. So the, uh, the uh, shutter case has been a good stand in for the moment. And and I do like that case a lot. I just uh, I just find myself not really liking it as like an everyday case, um, just because it's really kind of it's kind of bulky. I've I've decided I kind of like the the slimness of the moment case and have kind of grown accustomed to that. So now the the shutter case just feels like so big and bulky. Um, and then I, th- I think I mentioned it before the. Uh, the way the case is designed, I can't plug the uh, DXO one into the lightning port of the iPhone mm. with that case on. So that was kind of getting on my nerves today. I, like constantly taking the iPhone out of the shutter case to use the DXO one. Um, and then when I was done, you know, I, I would put it back in because I was just too afraid of dropping the iPhone, like on all this rock that I was walking on today. So, you know, I tried to keep it in the case as much as possible, but um, yeah, I got a bunch of cool shots. Um, I don't know. I probably took like a about a hundred pictures today, I guess. And um, mm. yeah, I, I think I was telling you guys earlier. I'm not even sure where to start with the editing. It's a lot of pictures. And I like mm-hmm. almost all of them. Oh, that, I mean, that's always a good a good problem to have. But yeah, I, I, I do know what <laughs> yeah, you're I'm saying. Super though. excited. <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited to go back to this place um, when the lighting is a little bit more uh, consistent. You know, if I could get another one of these overcast days and, uh, you know, I'll have to plan ahead of time. I just, you know, I should have left in the morning and I didn't leave until after lunch today to go there. So it didn't leave me much time. And then, um, you know, like I said, the lighting just ended up not being exactly what I was looking for but there's definitely um you know shots that i could get there that would be worth printing and stuff i think so uh, i'm looking forward to going back there again cool yeah and like i said i I, i've had something similar where like i said with going to the zoo you're trying to take tons of photos you're mainly because and we didn't take any camera other than our phone just because we didn't want to have to drag anything else around. Um, so Zoom is always an issue, especially, you know, it was a hot day and there were times it was getting overcast, but for a lot of it was bright light. And especially for animals with a lot of white fur, white feathers, the high contrast, like you said, just kind of throws everything off. So then it's a matter of, well, I was here between me and Ruth. We took, let's say, 120 photos. And it's like, uh, I don't really want to go. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's some one or two photos which can be saved, which, you know, the composite the the composition's good. Just a matter of maybe the lighting's off or the contrast is off and it can be fixed in in light. Or like I had a couple I had a couple photos of a tiger just completely laying down on a waterfall um basically you can almost tell tattooed was i'm hot i'm laying in water i this feels good i'm not moving i'm like Uh and i envy you (laughs) 
but it was right in a light spot. So the first couple of pictures I took, I looked at it on the phone, of course, bright light looking on a phone outdoors. You don't really get a good feel of where it looks like. And I was kind of like, eh, doesn't look great. Does I had to convince myself, don't, don't delete the photo. Wait till you get home. Wait till you're inside. Maybe even look at it on the iPad if you want to. But I, I did pretty much everything on the phone and then edit it that way. So now admittedly, when I edited it, it did have the HDRE look to it. But I don't think it was too bad. And I was able to bring up some some nice color and contrast from it. But like you said, it's a matter also of, well, I'm if I really want to go through each one of these and edit each one, one by one, instead of, you know, uh, on the phone, that's a, how much work that is. But it's like a lot of the photos are pretty nice photos. So just something in a, I, I just keep waiting for... A, I know there's there has to be some mobile ones that will allow you to do batch editing without having to yeah. describe like probably Adobe. I'm sure Adobe can let you do it, but again, that's a subscription, which I don't think a lot. And plus, it's Adobe software, which you're going to have to get retrained on <laughs> if you're not uh, used yeah. to it. If yeah. you're not used to it, so. But yeah. Well, Greg, how did your week go? Um, yeah, let me see here. Uh, I'm I'm not nearly as exciting as you guys. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know, of course, yesterday and today was uh, kind of getting used to iOS 13 and checking some things mm-hmm. out because I knew we were going to talk about it tonight. Um, oh, let's see. I you know I worked night shifts through the week, so. There's that. Um, Monday was a day off. I worked all the weekend, all last weekend, so you know, not much exciting went on there. Uh, I was off Monday, and at the age that I'm getting, I got to admit, I don't even remember what I did. <laughs> so again, it, I couldn't have been that exciting. Uh, uh, usually, just you know, taking the dog someplace, uh, looking for an excuse to drive the new RAV4. Um, yeah, yeah, pretty quiet week. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to get out this week. Um, uh, Matt showed us a, a picture that he had taken. Um, was that this week, Matt? That one you put in the iMessage chat today. Uh, that was today. Yeah. Well, there, yeah. there's a. So what it is is it's basically you're looking through. Like, almost like a a cutout in in the in, in the rocks or something like that, and you're looking through, and you know you can see it. that's you on the other side, right, Matt? It is, yes, yeah. Uh, so there's a there's a where I live, the Niagara Escarpment runs right from the tip of the Bruce Peninsula, which is about a little over an hour's drive from here, north. And it runs right down through my city, through through where I live, and works its way down Niagara Falls. And that's the Niagara Escarpment. And it's a really cool um, land formation that runs all the way down. The Bruce Trail runs all the way down there, too. Um, so there's part of a, a cutout of a rock like that, so I've heard, that is right right in the city here. And I'm going to 
maybe go to that sometime this weekend and and check that out and, and get a picture of that because um I mean I'm not afraid to say that when I see people's photos they inspire me to sometimes take a photo like that or they give me some you know thoughts of of some pictures that I can get that uh, um and you know if I post it and if it's very similar to something that somebody already took I will say that you know so and so inspired me to take this picture and and blah 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 so um Matt you've inspired me to find this spot and take a picture of it um, I don't know if I'll, I don't know if I'll get myself in the picture or not, but uh, I know the whereabouts where it is, but I haven't been there yet. So that, that that'll be a, a nice new little adventure for me, um, and and it's not far from here. So that's that's my goal for this weekend. So hopefully I'll have a little better story to tell next week. No, there you go. There we go. Yep. <laughs> well, and I think with that. We pretty much have a show. Do you guys have anything else you want to discuss or bring up? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. Well, let's go around the room and tell everyone where they can find you. Uh, let's start with you, Matt. All right. You can just put M. Hoffman photo into your computer, and I will pop up on Instagram, <laughs> Twitter, Flickr, Dayflash artful eye photography community and probably other places that I can't think of right now well I just posted I just did M often photo into Google and I got Twitter I got Instagram I got Facebook for real yeah oh wow <laughs> you I weren't kidding Twitter, I was kind of just instant kind of just kidding but <laughs> I also got a German site that oh, also yeah. goes yeah, to I'm your that goes to your Facebook. <laughs> uh, I got your Flickr. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Uh, I got another point, and I got, I got a couple things posting to your Instagram. So yeah, just M Hoffman. Now it's uh, let's hear H O F F M A N. If people aren't familiar with how to spell your last name. So that works out good there. How about you, Greg? My my results show uh, there's an M. Hoffman photo on some website called the Tiny Shutter. Ah. Imagine that. <laughs> How does that happen? Oh yeah, you're, you're one of the one of the very you're one of the original co hosts. But uh yeah, so but you can find me on um on Instagram at Macmillan Photo. Hold on, I'm going to cough for a second. Sorry about that. Um, and on Twitter, Macmillan underscore photo. On Dayflash with just Macmillan. And on the Artful Life Photography community as my name, Greg Macmillan. And you can find me on Dayflash, Instagram, Twitter as ProfPod. And you can find me on the... Um, Facebook group is Dave Podner. And thanks everyone so much. And you can find 
links for the show and everything else on the Tiny Shutter podcast uh, page at tinyshutter.com. Uh, you can find links to our Instagram, our Twitter, uh, the Facebook group there, and our Patreon. And we, of course, thank our supporters so much through Patreon. It helps make this show possible. Well, guys, thanks so much for tonight. Joe, we do wish you well. Thanks for driving. Not a problem. And Joe, we do wish you well. And hopefully everything works out with the uh, the construction that you're working on and everything comes out in one piece. And yeah. <laughs> well, when we go around, just say goodnight, everyone. Okay. Goodnight, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave us a review and a five-star rating. See you next week. Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Kowalski, what's our trajectory? 95% certain this will end in massive, flaming disaster. And the other 5%? Irrelevant, sir.